In this week's Parsha, Parsha's Toldes, we learn about the tremendous brachis, the tremendous blessings that Yitzchak Avinu gives his son Yaakov. Um, as Yitzchak thinks that his life is coming closer to an end, and he blesses his son Yaakov um, with the brachis, that Hashem should give you from the dews of the uh, of the heavens, the fats of the earth, and goes on to give wonderful brachis and blessings. According to many svarim, these are the most powerful blessings in the entire Torah. In fact, many have the custom of saying this section, together with other blessings, um, every week after Shabbos, on Mitzvah Shabbos. An interesting note is that the first word of the brachis is, V'yitein l'cha, or the first word is, V'yitein l'cha elokim, and Hashem should give you. V'yitein, and He should give you. And the question is asked, why does it say, and He should give you? This was the beginning of the blessings. Shouldn't it said, Yitain l'cha elokim, Hashem should give you. The first letter being a vav, the and, is the question, why does it start with an end? And Rashi in his commentary on Chumash brings the explanation given that Yitzchak was saying, Yitain v'yachzer v'yitain, Hashem should give and give again. And that's why it begins with the and. It's not a one-time blessing. Hashem should give and He should give again. And that's why it starts with that vav, the end. Which raises the question, why does Hashem have to give and give again? Um, When a human being gives, a human being is limited and finite, and therefore his gifts and blessings are going to be finite. So he'll give and then it will run out and then he'll give again. But Hashem is infinite and Hashem could very easily give the first time enough that should suffice forever. Why then would Yitzchak tell or bless uh, in this form, saying Hashem should give and give again, indicating the need for a, a an additional gift after the first one. And, and and therefore, the Rebbe explains in a very beautiful way that we're not talking here about giving again the same thing that he gave the first time. Giving, and then when it runs out, give it again. We're talking about two very distinctively different types of giving. Um, ones that are almost mutually exclusive. So Hashem gives one form of giving and then gives the other form of giving as well. But these are not two givings that can be given together because they're so different in their nature. And what are we referring to? So there is a giver who creates recipients. They give and the receiver receives and they're receiving the bounty, the plentifulness that the giver gave. There is a giver that creates someone who's able to independently turn around, create, and become a giver themselves. Let's take an example of a teacher and a student. There is a teacher who's able to profess a tremendous amount of knowledge and teach a tremendous amount of knowledge and create students that are tremendously knowledgeable because of all the knowledge that they receive from their teacher. But then there's another teacher, a greater teacher, who doesn't create students that are filled with the knowledge of their teacher alone, but creates students who are able to then innovate and formulate their own ideas based on what and how their teacher taught them. And that's a whole different type of giving. It's not giving where the giver is still um, is, is felt because they're giving something to the, to the receiver, To the contrary, the giver here is creating that the receiver is changing and the receiver is becoming an independent giver, thinker, innovator on their own. And the same is, spiritually speaking, with Hashem's gift to us of being spiritual and being connected to Him.
There is when a person is spiritual because they're just constantly receiving holiness and spirituality directly from Hashem. They're doing whatever Hashem told them to. They're, they're experiencing a connection and a constant receiving connection of godliness and holiness. There's another receiver, though, that sort of loses that connection, um, severed that connection seemingly, becomes disconnected, and has the gift of the ability to turn around, pull themselves back up, and independently reconnect. That's the difference between one who's like the tzaddik, who's always doing the good thing, and the Balshuva, who fell, disconnected, turns around, picks themselves up, and now is, an even, is even more powerfully connected, but in a different way. And all of this is yitain v'yachzer v'yitain. Yitzchak is giving us the bracha, telling us that Hashem should shower us with bracha in both levels of giving. Hashem should give and give, and Hashem should give us the ability to create independence independent um, relationships, independent connections, and that too comes directly from Hashem. Interestingly, right before the brachas, as Yitzchak is about to begin the brachas, he says an interesting, almost introduction. He says, Re'ei re'ach b'ni, I see the fragrance of my son, kereach hasodah, like the fragrance of a field, asher berachei Hashem, that Hashem blessed. An interesting introduction to the blessings. I see the fragrance of my son like the fragrance of a field that Hashem blessed. Says the Medrash that this is a lot more than something poetic. This was a prophecy. And Yitzchak says, I see the fragrance, Bini, of my son, but Bini also means to be built. I see the fragrance of the sacrifices, the karbanis, in the built base Hamikdash. Kereach Hasod, the fragrance of the field, that's when the first when the base Hamikdash was destroyed and plowed as a field. Asher birachei Hashem, that Hashem will bless, is when the Beis Hamikdash will finally be rebuilt. So before he begins the blessings, before he begins the brachas, he gives a prophecy, there's going to be a Beis Hamikdash, there's going to be a holy temple, it's going to be destroyed, and then there's going to be another holy temple. Why is that the introduction to the blessings? But now that we understand that the blessings contain the two types of giving, the giving where there's this constant flow of giving, and the giving where seemingly there's a break and now the receiver turns around and independently creates and builds based on what they received. Now we understand why the introduction is. He says there's going to be a holy temple, a place of godliness on earth. But then that's going to be plowed into a field. You're going to feel broken, just like the plow that plows up the ground of the field. But that field will become fertile and will grow to be a new, a new Beis HaMikdash, a new holy temple. Yitzchok was saying, talking of the greatest brachas of Hashem, and that we should know that when we're clear recipients, that's great. When we think that that connection has somewhat been severed, it's just because we're receiving in the second, higher form, the form of reception where Hashem gives us the ability to restart um, independently and reconnect in an even greater way. Have a wonderful Shabbos.